One thing that I didn't totally get about becoming a parent that now makes so much sense is hearing parents talk about how uh, good they become at doing stuff with just one hand or one arm. Right. I was like, what do you mean? Why don't you just set the baby down? Just do it like you normally do. And I've done so many things in the past 24 hours just using one arm. I'm like, oh, I get it. It really, like that should be an Olympic sport. It really should be. Like take out the one where you ski for a little while and then shoot something with a gun. Yeah, that one's a weird one. Or even like, I don't know, javelin. Like that's just throwing a spear. Remove that and have there be an Olympic sport that involves accomplishing basic household tasks. While holding a baby. While holding a baby, using only one arm. I just, I wish we filmed it. I just had to put my collapsible studio headphones on while holding a baby. And I did. Oh, and speaking of that, we're back in the studio. We are back in the studio. We are back at home. We are so excited. Callie is so excited to have a night of sleep in her own bed. Oh my gosh. I really am. Our bed is so comfortable and really nothing beats your own bed. No. Let's be honest. Like Being in your own bed is a special kind of awesome. All right. We'll talk more about our escape from the hospital and get you all caught up on all the exciting things that have to do with our little baby and our new journey in life. Uh, And and we will give you a chance to win. We'll start the show off giving you a chance to win $1,500 or $2,000 if you're a subscriber to The Upside uh, here in just a second. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that we only live a couple miles from the hospital where the baby was born. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful to be home. Yeah, I bet you are. Uh, All right, let's do this right off the bat. Let's give the word out. Text WEEKEND, W-E-E-K-E-N-D, to 800-434-5454. When you do that, you are now in the running to win $1,500 in Callie and Jeff's gratitude giveaway. And you'll get a text message back with a link. Click on that link. It'll tell you how you can up your prize to $2,000. So weekend is your gratitude giveaway word. You have to talk because I'm about to joke. Oh. <coughs> I feel better. Okay, good. Um, We are back at home. We escaped the hospital yesterday. And I say escaped like we didn't, you know like bail out. But, you know, it, we just wanted to be home and, you know, I think we just want to be home. I think hospital stays are a little bit different now because of COVID than they were in the past. Um, I, I, I feel like a hospital would encourage you to stay longer in the past Yeah, because it's more revenue for, for them. It's, and it also, assures you that every T is crossed and I is dotted. Right. And our experience was if you can cross the T's and dot the I's and you can do it in 
36 hours. See ya. Then we'll let you leave after 36 hours. Yeah. And after um, Callie had, it was the night of the election because I was up late watching the news because I, I love news. I'm a news junkie. And about every 20 minutes, Callie from the other side of the room would just say, still awake. I'm still awake. And the baby was asleep. It had nothing Sound to do with the baby. Asleep. She slept like a champ. Um, but yeah, we were, um, yeah, I couldn't fall asleep and I was tossing and turning and, and the pain from my C-section was worse, um, two days ago. And then yesterday I woke up and I'm like, all right, what do we have to do to get out of here? And I asked for like a list. And then Jeff was like, they gave us the list of things we needed to accomplish, which included our baby, um, doing her part because she had some tests to pass and we haven't even announced her name on the show yet. We haven't. And we had to fill out the birth certificate form, which included her name, which is, hold on. Let me see if I have a you don't, Do you have trumpets? Uh, I don't have any of the sound effects that we actually need. Yeah. You got to work on that. By the way, Jeff is, is holding her right now. I mean, she's sitting under the microphone. In Jeff's arms. Nothing. Hmm. Uh, her name is Elizabeth James Dollar. And we are going to call her Ellie for short. Now, the name, um, I really liked the name Ellie from like, Day one. That was like my number one name. Jeff wanted her to have a formal first name. So he got Elizabeth just, I don't know. We were looking for names that would, that would fit F with a nickname Ellie. It would fit, so we had like Eleanor. Mm -hmm. Problem with El, I really like the name Eleanor, um, but it made me think of the Beatles song, Eleanor Rigby. Yeah. Which is great because I'm a huge Beatles fan, but that's such, that's a song about such a sad woman. Yeah. And I was like, eh, I don't like that energy. So Eleanor was kind of out. Um, and Elizabeth, I don't know, Elizabeth's just such a classic, clean, sophisticated, yet fun name to me. Yeah. Um, and then the middle name is um, James after Jeff's dad. Yeah. So I, I kind of wanted it, – it was surprising when we were going through names. I wanted something – more unisex and Jeff was super into more traditional names, which I would not have thought that that was the case. Um, so we went with, um, a unisex middle name and then Elizabeth and yes. Yeah, so. And the other thing Callie said is she Ellie. goes, I want her to have like a rock star name. So if 30 years from now she decides to, start her own brand, like her own fashion line or her own, you know, whatever company. Or she wants to be like a news anchor news or she anchor. wants to like, I just want her to have a name that's like, I am awesome and I'm strong and like, you know, like I just want her to be, you know, she could be whatever she wants, but I just want her to like, you know, I thought Elizabeth Wait, James is like, whoa. That stands on its own. Like yeah. you, if Elizabeth James was selling shoes, you'd buy them. She could be, that's like a CEO's name. Are those Elizabeth James shoes? Yeah, they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so anyways, her name is Ellie, and she passed all of her tests with flying colors. 
Thank um, you for that, because otherwise we would have been in the hospital a little longer. So she was doing her part to get us home. And uh, so she she passed all those tests. So she was clear. And then Callie did, you know, a whole bunch of laps around the floor mm-hmm. um, where our, our room was so that she could get all of her pipes working Whatever. I know. Was it as uncomfortable for you as it was for me that they would come in every time and ask if you've passed gas? Because we don't talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we in don't front of do stuff other. like that. And um, yeah, it was weird. I also like peed with the door open because that's what happens when there are like six nurses helping you go to the bathroom. And I was like, I hope he's not listening to this. I hope we're just a little, you know. When did you pee with the door open? The f- very first time, like when we got into our room, when there were literally three nurses helping me walk. Um, and because um, they had to measure your pee with the so to make sure you didn't fall, and they also had to you make show sure me you how to like yeah. fix myself with all of the you know mm-hmm. all of the the dressings. And Where, something that a lot of people don't know about C sections is um, that you still. So you have your C-section and you have your scar, but you also bleed like you gave birth. So it's like a combination of the two. So I think a lot of people think that, you know, you don't have to worry about any of that when there's a C-section, but you do. The the only time that it got kind of awkward, I didn't even know that you peed with the door open. Good. So was I, I was I, was I like trying to figure out how to swaddle or something? Probably. The only time that it got kind of awkward is we're just sitting in the room. Uh, The baby's asleep. Uh, We're both on our phones separately. And then Callie says, "Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to use the bathroom, but I want to listen to a podcast. And she turns on a podcast and starts listening to it and gets up and goes to the bathroom on speakerphone. And I'm like, you obviously you're, hiding something that might happen would you like me to go get a soda like i could there's a reason i could leave the room you're like no 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 you're fine so if you're the person who gets left behind in the room you can't help but try to listen for the fart to happen during the podcast i didn't hear it no but nothing happened i was just worried well you should i would have gone and bought you you should have just said hey will you go buy me a soda yeah I would like a Coke. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, there's a vending machine in the hall. And you would have said, no, no, no. Go downstairs. I, I want a Coke from the other wing. Yeah. Um, I would have gotten it. I would have read between the lines. Yeah. We did have like a intimate, intimate moment where Jeff had to like move my pee. Oh. Which. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're we'll in, talk about that now and then we'll forget it happened. Okay. We're in the, and this is only, I, I know there are people listening who have much more open relationships than this. And that's well, good and, for you. And we're, Jeff's not like judging me for the thing. You know no. what I mean? Like, it's not like that. We just, we joke a lot that we have a pretty, like, we like to keep the sexy. So we just don't do. We're bodily function prudes. We are bodily function prudes in front of each other. And we like it that way. Yeah. What comes out of your butt is your business. That's kind of how we, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Right. Um, except for you, Ellie, because if it comes out of your butt, then we got to help you with it. But uh, um, I go into the bathroom because we're all in the same, you know, Callie and I are in the same hospital room. And there's a, a thing like balancing on the rim of the toilet filled with Callie's pee <laughs> because she 
they have to measure how much she's peeing. Right. It's one of the, you know, things that you have to do to get out of the hospital. And I had already, my brain already told my bladder <laughs> that we- <laughs> Don't make me laugh. That we were going. You know how yeah. that is? Yeah. So you're like, okay, we're about to pee. And then you're ready and there's like no going back. It's the feeling that when when you're driving home and you're like, oh, I kind of have to pee. But then the minute you see your driveway, right. you're like, I'm going to explode. <laughs> that was the feeling. And I could there was no turning back. I had reached the pee point of no return. So I had to pick you're up. You're making me love it. hurts. I had to pick up her Ow. pee bucket. Yeah. And set it off to the side, then pee, then put her pee bucket back. Yeah. And I I spilled none. I splashed none. I was fine. But I did wash my hands like I was about to yeah. do brain surgery. Yeah. So there we go. Um, but long story short, we're out of the house. We passed all the tests. We did. And 48 hours after she arrived, we made our escape, came home, and now Ellie James has seen her nursery. She approves of it. Chef keeps giving her a tour of the house. It's really cute. He's walking around the house. He's like, this is a pumpkin. Yeah. This, this is what happens at Halloween. This is a plant. This is outside. Like, it's so weird. Like, yeah. she doesn't know what outside is. No. So, she doesn't know what a couch is. She doesn't know. But she's yeah. learning all these, like, new things because her dad's giving her a great house tour. Um, We, we introduced the dogs to her. Yeah, we were trying to figure out the best way because when you come into our house, you pull into the garage and the only thing on the on the main floor, the first floor is the studio where we are right now where we do the show. And Callie wanted to, to she didn't want to stop in the studio. She wanted to go right up to the living room. So that involves about a dozen stairs. So she's moving slow. So we come in the house. We get the dogs to sit still in the in the office in the studio, and then Callie goes up the stairs and covers herself with about eight feet of pillows and blankets, because when the dogs see her, they're going to jump they're on. They're going to jump on me, yeah. And we don't need to pop no stitches, so so we decided that we would bring the baby with us, but set her car seat on the kitchen counter. The dogs would come running up the stairs. See Callie, not even pay attention to the to the baby. Wrong. Sadie knew immediately. Sadie was like, excuse me, what is on the counter? Like, came into the room, was running towards Callie, stopped, turned and looked at the counter and was like, something's up there. What is it? Yeah. And so we set the car seat on the ground um, and I held Sadie's collar I mean, she's harm. She's a beagle. She's harmless, but she's also an animal. Right. And so I held her collar and she was actually kind of freaked out at first because here was this tiny little baby making tiny little baby sounds. Yeah. Like she had one arm out of her swaddle. So it was kind of like doing that thing where she was like, kept touching her face with it. Mm -hmm. and, and Sadie was like, that's not a toy. That's different. And she finally got, got used to it and, and then started following, like, wherever we would take baby Ellie, Sadie would come and just lie down and stare at her. And when we put her in her um, bassinet, Sadie, Sadie got to eye level with the bassinet and laid down and just was staring. 
I mean, Sadie, we knew Sadie liked babies, but she's never seen a baby this little. Um, But Sadie has like not left her side and it's so sweet. Um, Lily is really, I wouldn't say having a hard time. It really stressed Lily out, which looking back on it, we should have thought about that. Lily does not do change well. Um, When we moved, she was pacing around this house for the first week, just uncomfortable, unsure, are you guys going to leave me? What's going to happen? Um, she know she Lily's she was really sweet to the baby. Lily's really good at sensing things are different. Mm-hmm. So for example, when we move from one place to the other and we start putting things in boxes, she just knows, right? She's like this, something bit, something big's coming. And say, and Sadie doesn't care. Sadie doesn't pay attention to that. So I think Lily knew that the arrival of the baby was big she just hasn't figured out how it's going to affect her yet. And I think it's just making her a little skittish. Lily does well when she knows what's going on and she definitely knows the pack order. So I think now that there's someone else in the pack, she it's going to take her a couple days, but she's been curious about the baby. She's just not as like, Oh, I want to kiss it all the time. And I want to, you know, she's like, I'm going to keep my eye on you kid. Yeah. And then we're going to see how this goes. Um, but I would give her like a week maybe. And then, I mean, she's fine around the baby. She hasn't growled at her, hurt her. She isn't, you know, she's fine with it, but she definitely wants Jeff and I's attention. Um, So I think for her, she's like, is this someone that I have to compete with like Sadie, you know? It's almost as though Sadie is, is checking out the baby to protect it and to, and to be the baby's like big sister. Mm -hmm. And Lily is being nice to the baby because she can tell that we want her to be. So like she'll right. like, so if we're sitting on the couch with the baby on our lap, like Lily will jump up on the couch and kind of sniff the baby and then look at us. Like, look, look, I was nice I'm to the baby. I, I, yeah. I was nice to the baby. Um, but it'll be, it'll sort itself out. I'm just happy that there was no growling. There was no anger. There was no, there's there no negative emotions from the dogs. There's nothing aggressive, which I don't think I said this out loud, but I was a little worried about. Were you? Yeah, because they're an, they're still animals. Yeah. I didn't know? have any idea. I mean, I didn't have that expectation. Um, so, yeah. So, the dogs and uh, Ellie are friends now. She's sitting right here. She just said hello. It is crazy how this kid, and this is, I'm sure this is with every single parent who has a, a child, somehow is level 10 cute every time you look at her, yet is cuter than she was before every time you look at her. Jeff's like, Jeff's like, I just changed her and I feel like she got cuter. Yeah. So um, let's see, what else? What's a, Oh, you know what I want to talk about? Hmm. Uh, I want to talk about something really poignant that you were doing on... Uh, Tuesday, what day did we leave the hospital? Wednesday, Mm -hmm. the day that we were leaving the hospital, you did something that was like really so poignant and, and kind of cool that I want to share it because it, it kind of moved me. It was kind of, yeah, it was kind of neat. Um, so we'll do that, but I want to say, let's say thank you to our show partners and our sponsors because, this is definitely a strange week of shows and we checked with them and said, 
hey, uh, we want to keep doing shows if you guys still want to run your commercials. And they were all absolutely supportive. So thank you to every single one of our partners. There is a lot I love about Third Love bras. The fit is great, but they're actually comfortable, which is so rare. One of my girlfriends introduced me to Third Love about a year ago, and she said it was the most comfortable bra she owns. It was the classic t-shirt style bra. I tried it. I bought it myself. I loved it so much that I replaced every bra in my underwear drawer with Third Love. It is Cali approved. You will love it. Every Third Love bra is made with signature memory foam cups, no slip straps, and a scratch-free band. They have cups from AA to I, including half cups, which was new to me, and bands sizes 30 to 48. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering upside listeners 10% off your first purchase. Go to thirdlove.com slash upside now to find your perfect fitting bra. That is 10% off when you use that link. Thirdlove.com slash upside. We are trying to stay in the house as much as possible, right? So grocery stores, restaurant to go, curbside pickup. We're trying to minimize that. If we can get something delivered right to our doorstep, we're going to do it. Even if that something is a Thanksgiving turkey. Our friends at ButcherBox understand that high quality meat and healthy meals are important, but they also understand that the convenience is king right now. And that's why they deliver every single month a curated selection of high quality meat right to our house chicken fish pork their beef is outstanding and they've got a great deal this month new members get a turkey for free in your first box yeah an entire turkey for free in your first box but you got to go to butcherbox.com slash upside that's butcherbox b-u-t-c-h-e-r-b-o-x dot com slash upside take advantage of this special offer now know this you can change your box at any time you can update your selections you can get more of one type of meat less of another you can get more of one cut less of another you are in full control from the dashboard at butcherbox.com but you have to sign up right now in order to get that free turkey butcherbox.com slash upside is the website we are about to be knee deep in the holiday season. It is rapidly approaching. And I've started to like think about holiday gifts. And let me tell you, this year is hard because people aren't out and about and, and doing things. It's just different this year. So if you are a parent and you are struggling with what to get your kids this holiday season, I have an idea for you. How about a crate from KiwiCo? Now, this is a subscription um, aimed towards kids, ages, newborns, all the way to age 14. And they will send you, your child, a box every month that has educational brain stimulating activities that are age appropriate for them. So when you're trying to look to do two things, one, find the perfect gift and two, find a way to entertain your kids. KiwiCo is a great option for you. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects to build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid at KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month, plus free shipping on any crate line with the code UPSIDE at Kiwi 
Eco.com. The Frothy the Beer Man gift set is the perfect gift to get for the hard to shop for man on your list. It is from Duke Cannon and it's modeled after the candy infused gift books of Christmas past. It's an instant family heirloom. It's got 30 ounces of booze inspired premium soaps that actually smell nothing like booze. The Big American Bourbon Soap, for example, is made with Buffalo Trace bourbon, but it's got the rich scent of an oak barrel. The Big Ass Beer Soap is got an IPA as one of the ingredients, but the smell is fresh and citrusy and woodsy. If you've got a man who loves beer... You can get him this gift set and blow him away. You can find select Duke Cannon products at Target, but you can also go online to DukeCannon.com and use the promo code UPSIDE. You'll save 10% off your next order. You'll get free shipping with orders over $30. Go to DukeCannon.com and use the promo code UPSIDE to save 10% off your next order and the perfect gift for the hard to shop for man in your life. A reminder that um, the masks, the upside masks that we have that are so cute, they were sold out, but they are back on the website, 100% on the website. You can buy them. So if you missed out and you were really bummed, um, we have restocked them and ordered some more. So CallieandJeff.com, you can click on the merchandise tab. And also the Hope Earrings are on sale uh, and the gratitude journal. So we have all of that up. We're really excited about it. We thought we were going to be talking about it more this week. And then Ellie decided to come and kind of shook things up a little bit, but it's all up there. Um, and we're so excited about all of those pieces. We've been working really hard with our team to, to create something that you love. So here's what you need to know about, um, our merchandise. We try to keep everything super transparent. Mm-hmm. So if there is a limited run of something, we will tell you going into it. Right. So the gratitude journals, there's a finite amount. There's a certain number of gratitude journals. When they're gone, they're gone. And by the way, we're at about 50% sold out. So if you want to- I think it's probably a little more than that now because I haven't checked in a few days. Okay. So we're over 50% sold out. So get a gratitude journal if you want one. The hope earrings, we want those to be around for a long time. So that's not going to sell out. And the masks- the initial run sold out. So, so we're going to have more printed, uh, but we'll always, if something's limited, we'll tell you. Yeah. Cause a lot of people were sending messages going, Oh my gosh, I missed the mask. Are they gone? No, we just have to reorder more. So thank you for telling us. And the thing that was so poignant that I thought was really cool that I wanted to share has to do with the merchandise. Oh, does it? Yeah. The hope if, if somebody didn't hear the hope earring explanation from last week. Can you kind of explain why these earrings are so special in in 90 seconds or less? Yes. We um, were going through our miscarriage in 2019. And around the same time, one of my girlfriends um, found out she was pregnant. And I was so excited for her because she had gone through an IVF journey for four years. Um, And so the same night that we were celebrating her beautiful pregnancy. Um, we were mourning my loss and she gave me a pair of hope earrings, told me that she wore them all four years to every appointment. And they're, they're literally earrings that say, say the, the word, word hope. hope. People are like, what are hope earrings? They, it's the word hope written in cursive 
in earring form. Yes. And um, she passed them on to me and just said, you know, uh, these gave me hope in a time where I didn't have any and I'm passing them along to you. And then when you find your hope, please give them to someone else. And um, I wore them to every single doctor's appointment, everything um, until a couple of weeks ago when I gave the earrings, I passed them on to Katie Burke, who lost a baby and her mom the past couple of months, and she is finding her hope now. So we really wanted to do that and expand on it because it was such a cool story. It was so meaningful. And to be honest, like I gave them to Katie and I was so excited about it. And then I'm like, okay, I want more because I think, you know, whether you've ever suffered a, you know, the loss of a child or anything like that, it doesn't really matter um, to the point. Like that doesn't matter in terms of hope. Like we all go through things where we need hope. Um, so we just want people to, to have that. What was so poignant and so special was I watched you yesterday while we were waiting to get out of the hospital. You were sitting on the hospital bed kind of in your, you know, half, half on it, half off, you know, most comfortable position you could mm -hmm. find. And you had our baby on your lap and you were on the phone either with Maggie or our friends at Port Merchandise or our friends at Brown and Company Jewelers who are mm -hmm. making the, you're on the phone with somebody or texting with somebody because you were talking about it and you were placing the order for the Hope Earrings while holding the baby that was, you're placing the order for the Hope Earrings that are going to go out into the world to all these other people. Yeah. You're placing the order for those and it just struck me that you were doing that while holding the baby that was our hope. Yeah. So I thought that was really sweet. Yeah. And um, the, the, we jokingly call them the, um, the sisterhood of the traveling earrings. Cause yeah. that's like what they've become, but it's really been a, a symbol of comfort Yeah, for me. And, um, Are you, you know, crying? I wore them. Crying? Yeah, I'm crying. Uh, and I wore them out of the hospital holding our baby girl. So, um, I hope that they give you hope, give someone hope that needs it. Um, and know, again, that you're not alone. If you feel like you have no hope, there are points in all of our lives where we feel hopeless. There is hope. You just have to hang on to get it. Cool. Very sweet. Um, tomorrow's show will be a little more because now we're at home. So tomorrow's show is Friday, right? Today is Thursday. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So Friday's show will be a little more structured. We'll we'll have like our three random things. It'll just sound more like a normal show. But I do want to say we'll have the voicemails at the end. Everything will be normal. Yeah. Tomorrow. I do want to say thank you, though, to the person who, to the multiple people who sent messages commenting on the audio quality. I know it's you made Jeff's day. Like he screenshotted your messages and was like, Kelly, everyone said that my audio was really good in the hospital. It just, <laughs> He's I, so proud. I know it's so superficial. Like I know there's so much going on. We're not even, if you're new to the show and I know a lot of people are cause they're either coming in because of the contest or they're coming back to the show cause they want baby updates or whatever. I, you need to know that we acknowledge 
the chaos that's going on in the world, right? We know that this is election week. We know that that people have been watching the news for 48, yeah. 48 straight hours and and who's going to win and are there going to be lawsuits and and when is this all going to end? We we're we're aware just like you, we're aware of it, we're invested in it, we're living in it. But this show is a a place where we don't deal with with crap like that, right? We just do our show. Yeah. Talk about what's going on in our life. So we're aware of the chaos happening in the world, of the beauty of a new child mm-hmm. that, that we have, you know, in front of us, at the hope that comes after a rain, you know, um, after losing a baby and having a rainbow baby, all that heavy stuff. We're very aware of it. That being said, I also know I'm very superficial when somebody gives me a compliment and says, "Hey." The sound of your show is really good. Makes my day like you wouldn't believe. He's so excited. Thank you. Thank you you for whoever messaged that. I love now it's a thing and everyone knows and we openly talk about it. Like Jeff loves clean, great sounding audio. And for you to have a good listening experience when you listen to our show and for it not to be difficult to listen to. So it's awesome now because when we're in different environments, which we've done a couple times, like we've recorded some shows from the beach. We've recorded the shows from upstate New York. And when you tell Jeff that you love the audio quality or it sounds like we're in our studio, thank you. Well, and what's really remarkable about the uh, yesterday's show, the audio quality is I forgot a filter that goes on top of our microphone that just Eliminate some of the background noise. Driving you crazy. It was beat my. I was beating myself up for it. Were you? And then early yesterday morning, I started to get messages saying the audio quality sounded great. Thanks for doing that for us. Thanks. Yes. And I'm like, oh yeah. So again, I'm acknowledging how superficial it is, especially in the context of this week. But thank you so much because it made my week. Um, and thank you for listening to the past what three shows that have been so different and so uh, special and. Whatever. Yeah. And, you know, thank you for, um, you know, we've acknowledged several times that we're not big like prayers, um, but we do believe in good energy. And I feel like Ellie is here safely um, and that we were able to get pregnant and have her and have such a wonderful pregnancy. And now this new journey because of your energy and your prayers. And it means so much to us. So thank you for that. Uh, Ellie, do you want to say anything before we get out of here? Anything? Is she asleep? Anything? I think, oops, I think the microphone was tickling her face and that was the noise. Cute. So, uh, thank you for listening. Um, and like we said, back to a normal show in a normal show structure tomorrow. We appreciate you. We are grateful for you. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. If you make your bed every morning, it will give you a small sense of pride and it will encourage you to do another task and another and another. And by the end of the day, that one task completed will have turned into many tasks completed. And if by chance you have a miserable day, you will come home to a bed that is made. And a made bed gives you encouragement that tomorrow will be better. So if you want to change the world, start off by making your bed.